the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Love never inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern-day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly set love, set the captives each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. Now, here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with uh, a young man that is going to share some exciting, I, I'm, I really love, uh, he actually co-founded an, a, a program or organization called Echoes of Worth. We're going to hear about that in just a second, but before I introduce him, um, I, of course, want to introduce or welcome my partner in justice, Benita Hopkins. Hello. 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 So Benita's been busy. She, she's been all around just talking to folks and, 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 and she actually came upon Andrew Brown recently. <laughs> and, um, and, he, and we're just so blessed. Uh, he, um, has worked at three Catholic parishes, two in the Bay area and one in Los Angeles. And he's worked in youth ministry. Uh, and, and I guess in 2015, you co-founded Echoes of Worth. I love that name. I love the name. Yeah. That's kind of what kind of drew me to it, too. Yeah. I love the name to uh, these, those guys. It's so artsy, like mm-hmm. Echoes. Like, mm-hmm. I love that, yeah. right? Um, of, of Worth. Of part. Worth. Yes. yes. And, and it's a retreat ministry for high school teenagers in NorCal. Um, and it's really about um, learning about human dignity. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And God's plan for their bodies and sexuality. Wow. So, so tell me, uh, first how, so, so how did you get started in youth ministry? Sure. Well, I was, uh, very fortunate enough to volunteer for a couple of years as a young adult, uh, with my brother as the youth minister. And I just loved volunteering and seeing young people, uh, rise up to high expectations and call them to a deeper relationship with the Lord. And, um, I was going to college and the opportunity came for me to, to work as a paid employee at a parish. And I jumped on board and fell in love with it and have never turned back. It's amazing. Awesome. And, you know, we had Sister Marilyn on, uh, Marilyn Wilson. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we had her on a couple of weeks ago. And I understand you know her, love her. Yes. yes. She is awesome. And um, and she has a passion for young people as well and sort of activating 
uh, young people um, in the fight against human trafficking, but just in general and activating them in their purpose, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it sounds like you share that heart, yes. right, of, of really getting, of drawing uh, teenagers into better understanding um, that they have a dignity, right? Yes. And that others in their midst have, there's a dignity uh, that is assigned to us by God. Yes. And so, uh, you know, tell me about, so you use the biblical uh, writings of uh, principles and writings of St. Paul, uh, St. John Paul uh, II, and um, and you, you educate uh, young people about who God is and, 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 and how it, what it means to truly live for Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me how you do that. Yeah. So the, the name echoes of worth actually comes from Genesis chapter one, 26 and 27, where mm. it talks about man and woman being made mm. in God's image and likeness. And, uh, because of that, <clears throat> we are all called to know that, to believe that about ourselves. And if that is true, then how do we respond to others with love and sincerity and appreciation? Um, and just that sense of, Hey, you're my brother and sister. You're a creature of God. You're a child of God. You're my, you're a son or a daughter of God. And how do I respond to you in addition to knowing and loving myself? Um, and then obviously Christ comes along and affirms the sacrament mm-hmm. of marriage and just raises up, uh, the bar once again to say, Everyone is to be loved. Everyone is to be cherished. Everyone has human dignity. And what are we doing to um, to to really reach out and call them to um, a deeper appreciation of themselves, their bodies, and the bodies of other people? Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I, I say wow because I think we're in a time uh, right now in a season where God is really bringing this up for me in a very big way. Our sermon last week, we did a – so we're starting a new – Uh, three new sort of series with Abolition Radio, Uh, one that we call One Voice Crying in the Wilderness, where we actually interview survivors of human trafficking as well as homeless people who are homeless or just people are challenged in our in our midst. The vulnerable we come in contact with. Exactly. So we're going to be interviewing them and you'll hear the um, OVCW um, series come on periodically on Abolition Radio. But the other series is where we're um, doing Freedom Sundays throughout the community and um, we are taking snippets of those Freedom Sunday sermons and sharing those on the show. And last week, I actually uh, shared a, the Aglow International sermon that um, was done in San Rafael. And and the scripture that that uh, was based on was, was there in Genesis. And it was all about us having the nature of God. And mm-hmm. being made in in his image mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 really it goes on to talk about that we have responsibility mm-hmm. in being in his nature uh, to care for uh, all the living creatures in the world, mm-hmm. everything and uh, to cultivate mm-hmm. That's an action. Cultivate mm-hmm. the earth mm-hmm. and care for everyone in it. And so it's so aligned. It's so interesting you say that because, you know, I'm in school and I just had an assignment last week on the very same thing. Wow. And how it is our responsibility as co-creations of God to take care of his creation. Yes. You know, and so that's interesting that we're having this conversation today. Yeah, I think it's a divine appointment Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And so I didn't know that Andrew was Mm -hmm. going to come with echoes of worth Mm -hmm. and uh, 
And so I just love when God does that. Yeah. Um, so, so you're imparting that to the, to young people. And, um, let me just ask if you don't mind, uh, when you are speaking with, uh, you know, your young groups, your youth groups, are they pretty diverse? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, because someone who, has been edified their entire life by two parents and they're living in a comfortable setting. I think they kind of know that they have worth, but someone who has been told something different by their circumstances has a different reaction to that message. Right, have you right. observed that? Yeah, I'd say that the majority of people these days, I mean, there's young people come from this heartbroken families and just such, such separation and uh, divorce is rampant among all, you know, uh, demographics, demographics. Mm-hmm. and so it's just really it's really sad to see them come to the church seeking refuge seeking safety seeking love and comfort mm-hmm. um but from even families that have well-to-do parents that are you know making great money in the economy supporting uh civilization and and you know building up um their own economic work environment mm-hmm. um but yeah i would definitely see that there's a, a brokenness and a hurt within every yeah. every human being right even within that particular demographic that yes. that you speak of you know i i got to see one of their uh retreats when i came to speak and i mean 400 young people you know on fire for the lord yeah and you know they really get it and they have a care and concern for this issue and this is where you did your stem your steam camp no. Okay. No. Different different groups. No, so different you actually group. got to see another group of 400 students at, uh, pull, being pulled together because this was a large when you did your STEAM camp. It was a, yeah, the STEAM camp was smaller. Oh, I see. Yeah, STEAM okay. camp was 39 students each day. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, that's for, where I, I for a week. in my mind. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. this was a retreat that they were having. I, re- I think I remember you telling me. Over that. in the Santa Cruz Mountains. That's yeah. right. I really yeah. want to get them connected with YCAP. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. the Youth Commission be... oh, yes. against trafficking we were speaking mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. When we come back, we'll hear more from Andrew. But in the meantime, please do let us know how we can pray for you. Uh, we can be reached at 844-249-2698. And you can also find out more about what we do at loveneverfailsus.com, what we do. So uh, we look forward to hearing back from you on our phone number or um, online. And, of course, we'll be right back with another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Of course, uh, we don't want to um, let a moment pass without inviting you to join us in the fight against human trafficking by jumping on our website. It's loveneverfailsus.com. And you can do a variety of things there. You can learn more about what we do uh, by clicking on the What We Do link. You can learn more about what human trafficking is. We've got some alarming stats there and some videos that you can take a look at to start to educate yourself. Uh, Certainly, you can sign up as a volunteer. And uh, you can also give uh, there at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. Any amount will really help us to stay on the air and continue to do the variety of things that we do. So we're in the studio today uh, with a brother that is doing some amazing work with our young people, Andrew Brown, working in youth ministry, co-founded Echoes of a Worth. And uh, that is a retreat ministry for high school teenagers in the NorCal region um, where the, the focus is 
helping the young people learn about human dignity and God's plan for their bodies and sexuality. And, um, and so we were just kind of chatting just before the break. So you went to USF. I did. Yeah. And so did you go, um, were you part of their, uh, like CPS cohorts? Were you? That's exactly oh it. Yeah. I was working in ministry. So they have that available option of college professional okay. studies for the working person to That's you know work nine did. to five, but then also go to, go to school. So yeah, yeah. that was a lifesaver, right? It was, it was. I was working full time, you know, in it and then taking my, uh, information systems management courses at nice. night. So took me 10 years to graduate from college, yeah. but I did it. Yeah, I tell people it took me seven years to get a three-year degree. Right. <laughs> but uh, but essentially, I mean, Jesus' disciples didn't have college degrees. So That's and right. look at That's what right. they did for the world. So. Right. I'm, I'm doing the same yeah, thing right. right now. So I get you. I get you. It's okay, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not where I need to be, but I'm not where I used to be. So I, uh, I'm, I, I, I just love that you did that. Um, so when you think about the correlation between what you learned at USF. So what did you take? What was that? Actually, I majored in organizational behavior and leadership. Ah, okay. So Mm -hmm. thinking about that, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have some students that are listening in right now, young people that are in college, and they're thinking, why am I doing this? How is this going to map back to my passion, Mm -hmm. to my calling, to my purpose? Mm -hmm. And I've had that experience, I can't tell you how many times, and now I'm finally getting it like why I did all that stuff. So tell me, have you had any of those epiphanies? Yeah, I'd, I'd say my formation uh, prior to USF was was beneficial. My parents, they, they raised us to to give to others, to serve the church within the church communities that we were part of. Uh, I also went to Bellarmine College Prep. It's a Catholic Jesuit high school in San Jose, and they obviously do a lot of, I won't of hate good on social you right justice now. work. Oh, I know. I'm a Christian, but I won't hate on you right now. <laughs> my, sibling, my siblings all went to Valley, so okay, and my okay. dad still coaches girls basketball okay. there. But yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. But, uh, but yeah, the Jesuits do a great job of really uh, helping us understand that we are called to live for others, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the motto in high school was men and women for others. So not just living mm-hmm. for ourselves, you know, financially, it's great to have all this money, but what are you doing to share it yeah. to benefit other people who are uh, less fortunate than ourselves? If we have all this knowledge, what good is that to have a library, you know, in your house full of all these books, unless you're sharing that knowledge with other people? You know, if you have um, the gift of, of talent, what good is it to be a, an amazing musician if you're just going to, you know, play in a, in a four walled room without sharing that gifts mm. of talents with a stage or with a choir or with the church mm-hmm. community. So uh, really helping us kind of understand that the, um, the goal of stewardship, as we mm. mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. which is to bring our time, talent, treasures uh, to other people. Yeah. Applying, right. Apply the gift, mm. um, you know, not, not just sit on it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how we can convince ourselves and um, I'm not someone who's done this. As a matter of fact, I'm like, I, I like to do too many things. So it's, it's become a different kind of problem. But um, which I'm is like, why you're not playing bass guitar anymore. No, <laughs> I, I want to play bass guitar. I want to sing. I want to do I want to write books. I want to do movies. I want, you know, I, and then and then I have these moments where I want to be a teacher and. Oh gosh, when but you are a teacher. Stop? I know, but it, it's like, you know, it, you know, it's just uh, that I have the opposite problem, but I think if you um allow yourself, you can sit back and say, uh it's not a bad thing that I'm not sharing my gift or that I'm not using my gift. But it really is. It's yeah. it, it's it's a shame, right? Because 
it, it, the world needs it. We, we need you to share mm-hmm. what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's, we need, there's this process where we need to know, you need to come to a place where you know who you are, whose you are mm-hmm. and why you have the gift mm-hmm. before it can be properly used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah. and I know we were sharing off air. You're a mother of, of some teenagers and yeah. your, your primary vocation is to love and to help them recognize their own dignity and worth and how much you love them and want them to be, um, just great children, you know, for the world. And, and mother Teresa says that, you know, if we want peace in the world, we should, we should start with peace in the family. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's truly a, it's a, it's a call to both the imminent in front of us, but also the larger global picture as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have a, a challenge, a challenging question for you, sure. and, and it's probably going to take us into the next segment. But um, you, you talk about human dignity, and and then you talk about sexuality. Yeah. And uh, I want to touch on that a bit. Um, I really, I can just sense that you come at things very much like love never fails from a place of love, mm. and uh, and I love that um, because. We, we're in a time where there's so much legalism and so much um, dogmatic um, thought that uh, we ostracize people uh, because of you know what they've done or where they've been. And I can tell you from the perspective of a, a, a survivor of childhood um, sexual abuse mm-hmm. uh, and others that are you know like me, when there is so much emphasis placed on purity and Um, you're kind of like, you don't want to be bad. Like those people that have had sex out of marriage when, you know, there's a way to share that message so that it doesn't condemn. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I mean, just sitting here with you, I feel like you have that heart. Um, but I wanted to share with you, uh, something that I saw on Facebook. It was a, it's kind of a, punch in the gut. And it was actually posted by someone who um, is a survivor leader. Mm. And, um, but I think she's taking a stance. And so it's interesting that she posted, you know, if you're having sex and you're not married, it's called, it's not called dating. It's called fornication. Mm -hmm. She posted that on her page. And I thought, wow, way to be bold. Yes. Um, But tell me how you have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. How do we do that in a way that's sensitive? It's funny. I actually work with um, marriage preparation with young adults who are engaged, you know, and, and who are getting ready to get married in the church. And I tell them it's um, I tell my friends and colleagues, it's much easier to be on a stage to tell young people who are pimply faced, who have awkward smells and <laughs> who are uncomfortable in their bodies to, to withhold uh, having sex until marriage versus, you know, looking at a young adult who may be cohabiting with their, <laughs> their, their loved one to say, hey, hold off until you're married. I know you might already be practicing. And I, I've had very varied responses from these young adults to disgust, to shock, to some of them. Uh, a lot of the times the women's are like happy, yeah. you know, and the guys are like, what the heck? What did you, you just do about? to me? <laughs> and I tell them, I'm like, guess what? No one's ever died from not having sex. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you could wait a little bit, like a month, six months, a year, whenever the, that time frame for your marriage is. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And with young people, um, we, we have to start with the, the fact that our bodies are good. God created our bodies as a, a visible reality of, of him, him who is invisible. Yeah. God, who is pure spirit, gifted us with being made in the image and likeness of, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier, his nature. Mm-hmm. So so our bodies are not to be uh, shamed or um, embarrassed or, or sad, but our bodies are good. 
yet everything good can be distorted. And what we need to do is use our bodies for the goodness of ourselves and the goodness of other people. Our bodies are a gift. Amen. So uh, that's, that's beautiful. And I think um, just speaking in terms of truths instead of judgments mm-hmm. is, I think, a first step. It's like, let me just tell you about who you are. Right. Let me just tell you this truth about your body. Right. I'm not telling you, um, well, where you've brought it to is blah, blah, blah. I'm just telling you this is the beginning. Mm-hmm. And let's start from there. So when we come back, we'll hear more about how that story progresses. And what does it look like when someone comes into your retreat that has experienced some of the things that we talk about on this show? And how does it, how do you guys deal with that? We'll come right back. And if you are in need of prayer, maybe this is uh, uh, touching on a difficult topic for you. We encourage you to give us a call at 844-249-2698 or reach out to our prayer team at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. And we'll be right back for another session of Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We want to encourage you to get involved with us right now. Go on our website. It's loveneverfailsus.com and click on what we do. We are in the business of housing. We provide housing for women and children. We actually have provided 84 uh, beds for 84 women and now 14 children. We're getting ready to have two newborns in our house, too. Yay. And that's women with their children. Women with their children. Yes. Um, we have and we need volunteers in our houses. Mm-hmm. We need people to volunteer in our community store. Uh, we need people to help us stock inventory, um, clean uh, whatever your gifts are. You know, talk about using your gifts. Uh, we want to do uh, some music displays, some art displays, some uh, some comedy displays on a <laughs> on a Friday evening over at our community store. Reach out to us if you have something to to offer. You know, we, we used to say if you know how to. Uh, teach pigeons to drink warm milk. We will figure <laughs> out how to make that work in the fight against you, Jackie. Oh, do we silly. remember that day? Yes. <laughs> I don't know where we come up with these things, but it keeps it interesting. I'll tell you that. So we're in the studio today with Andrew Brown, again, a youth ministry leader, um, advocacy, uh, an advocate uh, who has co-founded Echoes of Worth which is a retreat ministry for high school teenagers in NorCal region. And, and we are talking about how he teaches young people about human dignity and about their bodies and about sexuality. And we were talking about uh, during the, just before the break where he begins the conversation and talking about the body and the dignity of the body. And, and, and what I heard is that you start with the truth about our bodies being good. Mm-hmm. And being made good and 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 while things happen to our bodies, right, uh, as we go, that um, someone might say is not good and we might know is not good. Right. That is not the original design. And and and, and if, if if you don't mind, dare I say, we don't have to claim the ungood thing Correct. that was done to us. We can get back to the beginning and claim that for ourselves and yes. walk in that. Yes. And so, um, you know, as a, uh, you know, as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, uh, I had a hard time ever thinking I would be worth um, that goodness. Mm-hmm. 
and I had a hard time connecting with that message initially. I thought I had to earn that. Mm -hmm. And so I was very much in the beginning of my uh, coming to Christ. I had a works mentality and I did a lot of things to earn the love of Christ. And um, oftentimes survivors of human trafficking Um, Because they've been made to earn their keep, (laughs) earn their bed, earn the the attention of their exploiter who they felt was their boyfriend or their husband. Mm -hmm. That is so hard to shake loose Mm -hmm. and just to be like, you are loved. It's connected to their value. Yeah. Yes. Echoes of worth, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, the fact that they exist mm-hmm. gives them dignity. Right. The fact that they're a body-soul combination. Mm-hmm. Right? Humanity, human beings are different than animals because we have you know, a soul. You know, and I love that movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes Christian mm-hmm. theology teaches actually no human uh, humanity is the highest pinnacle, the masterpiece of God's creation. And and when we infuse that body-soul together, that's what God designed, as you originally said. And Saint John Paul II calls that original uh, innocence, right? And that that time before the fall of original sin. Uh, a visualization that we use with our young people is if I had a hundred dollar bill, would you want it? Hmm. Yes. Here you go. Okay. What if I, what if I like crumpled up the hundred dollar bill? Would you want it? Yes. Okay. What if I stepped on the, put out the hundred dollar bill that's already crumpled and I put it on the floor and I stepped on it. Would you still want it? Yes. Okay. What if I spit on that hundred dollar bill? Would you still want it? Yes. Why? Because the money, no matter how broken or misused or spat upon, it still has value. It still has worth. And, you know, humanity, we all come broken. We all are, as St. John Paul II calls us, the walking wounded. Yeah. And, but but we have um, value and worth because of the redemption of Jesus Christ. Yes. And I think a lot of times that our young people, um, they're raised in either the cultural mentality, which is to indulge. Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel like doing it? Go do whatever mm-hmm. you want with whoever Yolo. you want. Where, oh, yeah. 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 Wherever you want. Go indulge. And then, you know, some sometimes the, uh, the, the false kind of Christian notion is, well, to not indulge, but to repress, mm-hmm. to shove it down, to not yeah. go anywhere. No, no, no. Bad, bad, bad. Body's bad. Sex is bad. Mm-hmm. And truly, the Christian theology is, no, sex is good mm-hmm. in the proper context. Sex right. is holy. Sex is sacred. And that our bodies are meant not to be indulged, not to meant uh, to be repressed, but to meant to be redeemed, mm-hmm. redeemed by Christ and his glorified body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I remember um, Pastor Will Yancey came to preach at um, our church at New Hope Christian Fellowship. My husband had invited him in as a guest preacher one day and and he opened up the, um, the his sermon and it wasn't a, like a married group or anything. And it was on a Sunday morning. And he said, well, amen, church. And he said, I just want to um, thank I want to introduce my wife, Jackie Yancey. And and he said and. Uh, he said, I just want you to know that the marriage bed is undefiled. <laughs> and I said, oh, my gosh. And I was like, I was all like shaking in my chair. Like, no, he didn't say that. And then I was like, what's wrong with that? And I just thought it was awesome because he right. was basically saying, I love my wife. Mm. I'm attracted to my wife. I'm glad she's here with me. Mm-hmm. And and it's all right. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like a moment of. Uh, you know, freedom that I think we need to have in the church where there's not this taboo thing, mm-hmm. because Amen. then, you know, um, the youth can't, they don't feel, I mean, and nobody, but especially the youth, right. uh, 
or unmarried people, let's just say, they don't feel like they can be honest about Mm -hmm. things that they're feeling, urges that they're having. Right. Because it's like, this is a bad feeling. No, it's not a bad feeling. It's just the way that you're dealing with it, right? Absolutely. Tell me more. Yeah, it's a, it, the desire, right, for, for love, is it's, it, it's, in a, it's a part of us. It's, right. You know, and the word love nowadays, if we were to look at it, and, oh, I love pizza, I love ice cream, I love, you know, um, Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. oh, I love my wife. Oh, well, do, do you love them all equally? No. You know, but if we were to kind of go back to the etymology of the word love and look at the different origins of that, there's like eros, mm-hmm. right, which is this passionate love, this, this things we have a deep um, erotic desire for, yeah. right? Uh, whether it be sexuality or pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, obviously there's a difference, right? right. Okay. Uh, like, what about Philadelphia, the right. city of brotherly love? So, philia, the Greek word, mm-hmm. right, of, mm-hmm. of how do we love our, our family? Right. And then there's obviously agape, which is like mm-hmm. God's unconditional mm-hmm. love. So, helping young people kind of distinguish, hey, there's a difference of how we love things and how we love people and how we're called to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to what you were saying, Vanessa, says, yeah, the church, we shouldn't really be afraid to talk about our bodies and sexuality. I mean, mm-hmm. the average young person is exposed to pornography and, and graphic nudity at age eight. Right. You know, I mean, this is not just the so MTV sad. days. Right. This no. is like graphic right. violent right. stuff. Right. And so what are we doing to raise them right. to, to see that as that's wrong? That is that is not natural. That is not the proper way to treat somebody. Right. That is, that is not the proper way for you to view upon your own body. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and making space for that and making it safe to have that kind of conversation, I think it's the biggest thing. I I actually had the opportunity to to do an LGBTQ plus education for Foursquare International Denomination for something that's called the Alliance Network, uh, which addresses the issue of human trafficking, foster care, a variety of other um, social issues. And they asked me, uh, and I was honored because I'm just learning myself. Um, they asked me to come in and talk about uh, the terminology, and also uh, talk about um, talk about just the issues, the emotional issues that are coming up. And one of the things that I was very um, very strong on is, you know, people have these ways in which they uh, self identify, and and that's 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 their feelings and that's their thoughts and they have, they're entitled to do that. Um, and at, at the end of the day, my responsibility is to love them and mm-hmm. to take the time to talk to them and open up the conversation and understand. And one of the things that jumped out to me as a leader of the Alliance network said to me, she met a um, transgender woman in her church and, um, uh, she started attending the church and she didn't really know how to receive her um, because visibly she looked more, she had more male, you know, to stereotypical features. male features. And so it was like really hard for her to understand, but she said she just prayed mm-hmm. and just began to meet, you know, her where she was. Exactly. And, and because of that, uh, the, the, the person said that she had never experienced mm-hmm. uh, God in, in that way. She had never had that touch from mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. because uh, uh, th- this woman and her husband were willing to take the time mm-hmm. just to see her as um, a beloved mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Lord. And, um, and so it's, you know, these things challenge us and we're going to come back and talk about how, um, how, 
how do we uh, just continue to have the heart of Christ as we're meeting our youth where they are? So um, we'll come right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're having a rich conversation here with Andrew Ooh. Brown. <laughs> Talking Be about not some afraid. Stuff. Yes, yes. yes. Um, we want to encourage you. Hey, if you have an opinion, you have some input on what we're talking about, uh, please do give us a call at 844-249-2698 and ask to speak with Benita. No, I'm just kidding. No. (laughs) (laughs) I get enough of those. I get enough of those. Like, let me speak to Benita Dean. I got some words I want to share. Um, But Facebook would be a good good place as well yeah our facebook page yeah so love never fails uh facebook page or abolition radio facebook page like the page and go ahead and give us your feedback we'd love to hear from you um so we're just kind of talking about the you know the conversation and i think one of the things in the you know I, i started off with like being dogmatic or legalistic. And one of the things, one of the reasons why that's problematic in my opinion is um, I think we need to stand for our convictions. We absolutely need to stand for the word of God, but I believe that God uh, asks us to lead with love. He asks us to leave with relationship first draw, you know, he draws people to us and we're to establish relationship so that they can hear what we have to say. And, um, and it's really not what we have to say, but they can, they can receive what God has for them. And oftentimes he calls us to be a walking epistle, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. we are the, we're the, the best representation of, of the Bible. Yeah. Right. And so here you are in doing these retreats with the teenagers and, and teaching them about human dignity and so, uh, you know, for the retreats, are they, um, are you doing like infusing art in there? How do you impart the message? Yeah, that's great. I mean, when, when it comes to working with youth, they will not listen to you until they know that they're listened to. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that phrase that's of like, true. you know, how do I, that how do so I uh, listen first? God gave me two years and one mouth for a reason, twice as much <laughs> listening than talking. Right, right. right. Uh, and there will be a time and a place where they ask questions, where mm-hmm. they seek truths, and then you provide the answers. Um, but that road to Emmaus where mm. Jesus is just walking with them, listening to them, mm. letting them debate. And then at the right time, he interjects and reveals who he is and what he stands for. Mm, you know? That's good. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when it comes to our youth retreats and and, um, and talks and whatnot, it was, yeah, we don't start out saying, you need to do this, act this way, behave this way. I mean, mm. behavior is really one of the last ways uh, that Christ called people to love uh, when he met countless women uh, and men in, in the scriptures who were sinners, right? He, he loved them where they were. And then at the very end, it'd be go and sin no more. Yeah. Repent. Right. But that wasn't the first thing he led with. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Yeah. 
I love it when the Bible backs me up. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Bible back up. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, so go. Well, you're the messenger, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, gosh. You didn't write the message, but Christ uh, Christ didn't. You're just passing that just message pass along. Just passing it along. Mm-hmm. So don't kill the messenger, people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But I'm glad to be part of it. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, when I think about meeting people where they are, um, I, you know, there are times like one of the things the Lord has done. I didn't tell you this yet, Bonita, but we're going to be relaunching Love Walk, our mm. um, uh, youth dance team. Oh, great. And great, great. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. We That's been kind of um, uh, I, I was at Faith Fellowship Church and, and the Lord birthed it there. Mm. Um, I want to say now whew, it's been about. Probably about 15, 17 years ago. And um, it's been on hiatus for a couple of years. And as uh, the Lord has been developing Love Never Fails, and he's now just said, I want you to start doing Love Walk again. And one of the areas with dance that, um, you know, I love is you don't have to say very much. Mm -hmm. You let this put the Mm -hmm. song on, you have fun, you dance, you move around and and uh, let the, you know, like I remember this one dance um, that was a little bit provocative. And so we had a conversation about it, uh, me and, and a bunch of the girls. And we're like, that dance is so good. But how can we make, how can we change this dance a little bit so sure. that the hips are a little more in line <laughs> and they're not moving quite right, to right. the right and the left the way they were. <laughs> and so we came up with our own way to do this dance nice. and, uh, and the, and the girls were really excited about that. And, and, you know, when I look back at some of the uh, dances, some of the moves were a little bit, Uh, provocative. I could see that some of the girls, um, you know, had put a little bit extra into their move or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I was like, but I'm glad they're there with me doing Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the most important that they, we were together. And and you used a a hobby or talent that they had and they trusted you. And then you were able to walk with them and kind of guide them away from that, you know, improper provocative move dance. Yeah. Versus if you're just a person that comes up and says, how dare you dance like that? That is, that is wrong. You should not do that anymore. They're going to go dance more that way later. Who are you to tell me? Rebellious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny with the with the youth retreats. We love worship, and we definitely uh, aspire to use our bodies for worship and and our voices, no matter how good or bad those voices mm-hmm. may be. Um, and uh, an awkward, I can't believe I'm sharing. It's an awkward, truthful statement. I used to be a minister of movement, so Ooh, I used to I used to do a little, do a little dancing when I was younger. Oh, <laughs> but I ha- have to admit, the intention was because uh, there was a girl that I had a crush on, so I, I did it. Ah, <laughs> my oh my goodness! Uh, when she. She left the group. I left the group. So yeah. I've actually had that happen a couple of times where I bet. someone came and said, I want to help you with your dance team. Sorry, Pastor Tim. Yeah. No. <laughs> and this was before your time. So oh, don't, no. don't get upset. Um, he gonna be like, Who, where are you? Where are you at? <laughs> but, um, but this was before my husband and I got married and there were, I was doing the dance team and there were a couple of guys that were all of a sudden wanted to help me with dance. Mm. And I was like, mm, I don't no. Know. Oh, I no. Pastor, honey, no. 
Uh, our we need more dad's just, voice like that's great that's great that's our good. engineer was johnny on the spot with that one <laughs> he right was. there um anyway i definitely um so appreciate uh what you're doing and your approach i think that um i can just tell it like is is oozing off of you like mm-hmm. you're you're meeting uh the youth where they are and they're gonna sense that and they're gonna sense that i'm accepted I'm, uh, you know, I may not be fully understood or I may not be what I'm doing. What do, what do I mean by accepted? Okay. So when we meet people where they are, this is really an important distinction. Like when Christ meets us where we are, he doesn't say, I like what you're doing. Right. But he says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And because I love you, um, love conquer uh, covers a multitude of sins. I am going to cover you. I am going to um, mold you, shape you, refresh you, renew you, deliver you. All the things, heal you, restore you. And so he does this work on you. So these things that, um, you know, are um, getting in the way of yours, you know, who you're called to be, begin to shed off. And uh, what I like is. Some people in the body are called to be there when the shedding uh, mm-hmm. occurs yes. and be the one who delivers. Right. And I don't fault them for who God has called them to be. Um, be the one who corrects in love. There are people that, that they have that um, very strong discernment that this thing has to go or ha- being it moving in the prophetic. Uh, oh, the Lord showed me that this thing has to go. Right. I get that. Um, but I just love, I'm grateful that God gave me, uh, the ministry of love to start the process Mm -hmm. and say, I see you, you're important, you're valuable, you're broken. I don't care. Like come, come as you are. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be velvet bricks. Yeah. Right. Soft on the outside, but firm and unmoving in the middle. I mean, mm. God is unchanging and he's not going to change his ways, um, but it doesn't mean he doesn't love us. Like you're saying, and and he loves us in our human nature and our being right? yeah. and our acts aren't always the best, but he still loves us. Yeah. Right. And yet what are we called to do to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and a, a challenge that I always give to myself as I sometimes can get into a judging mindset is. Oh, you without sin, go ahead and cast the first yeah, stone. Exactly. Right. You got a big rock you want to throw? Okay. Look out. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to ricochet for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. We're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to go into some events that are going on in the community. Uh, Benita's going to take us through that. And uh, of course, I want to encourage you if this is resonating, if you have someone who uh, like a youth group or um uh, that you think could benefit from a retreat like the one that Andrew is sharing with us, maybe he can do some sharing best practices with you. I uh, you know, perhaps some gathering of youth at some point, you know, a rally, a as a community connection of some kind. Um please do reach out to us at 844-249-2698 and then Andrew will give his information also in the next segment and we'll get we'll we'll start to create some community around what what Andrew and his group is doing with Echoes of a Worth and of course uh, we encourage you to uh, email us you can email me at vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com or if you need prayer email prayer at loveneverfailsus.com thank you and we'll be right back we'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors 
Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And Andrew, we just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. For um, your enlightenment today. It was a really, really great conversation. And do you have any events that Echoes of Worth may have coming up? Yeah, uh, this Saturday, October uh, 14th, we actually have a, a training. Today. Yeah, today uh, for uh, for adult leaders up in St. Patrick's Seminary. So if they're interested, they can learn more about that uh, at echoesofworth.com. And then we have the youth retreat coming up in January uh, for, you know, the 100, 200 students that we have. Okay, uh, January 12th to 14th, Martin Luther King weekend. Okay. Also available to learn at That's echoesofworth. right. That was that weekend. Last year. So do the students, can they come from any high schools or mainly Catholic high schools or how? No, actually we had uh, 23 different Catholic churches represented last year and some, and some non-Catholic kids came as well. So we opened it to everyone and uh, there were six different dioceses. So yeah. Didn't know that. So that was great. Good to know. Good to know. We can help spread that word for you. Thank you. So great. Great. Well, also uh, this coming Thursday, the 19th of October, the Alameda County Department of the Status of Women will be having their annual uh, panel discussion. And this year, they will be discussing human trafficking and domestic violence, since October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And the theme is Through the Looking Glass. It will be held at Chabot College. And come on out at 530. Yours truly will be on the human trafficking panel and again this year and really looking forward to it. So come on out there. Also, on next Saturday, the 21st, is our regularly monthly street outreach. And we will be up in the San Francisco region and on the peninsula. So contact streets at loveneverfailsus.com for all of that information. Um, On the 28th, the following Saturday, one of our partners, Men Creating Peace, will be having their um, uh, annual gala. It will be held at the Nell Hall Preservation Park, and that's at 6.30. So come on and support Men Creating Peace, and um, they are a great group, men's group, helping men um, getting reestablished in the community. And on the 30th of May, May, wow, no, we don't want to go back to May or go forward to May, the 30th of October, the San Francisco Collaborative Against Human Trafficking will be having their annual Conference. It will be from 830 to 4. The theme is Industries Impacted by Human Trafficking, the Business and Community Sectors Fighting Back. It will be at the Federal Building at 97th Street in San Francisco. Uh, register at sfcat, S-F-C-A-H-T dot org to get your um, tickets And we would love to see you. We have a lot of great speakers lined up and it would be um, well worth your time there. If you would like to know more about events or how to volunteer with Love Never Fails, go to our website at loveneverfailsus.com. If you, we can always um, use your donations and support there. You can go to Love Never Fails Us slash million to be one of a million ways to um, help us fight trafficking here um, domestically. And you, sh- it's only $1 per month. You share it with 
the next person and encourage them to do $1 a month, $12 a year. But we believe that there are a million people out there who are, who would love to do that and who are capable of doing that. Or if you're interested in um, what we do or getting uh, involved with double portion, our, um, our community store, check us out. We are also on Facebook uh, Double Portion is on Facebook. Abolition Radio is on Facebook, as well as Love Never Fails. Again, Andrew, thank you. Uh, check out Echoes of Worth. They are doing some great things in the community. And if you have not heard yet today, or if you just need to hear it one more time, please know that you are Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>